Welcome, you're listening to the Capital Sports Report Podcast. In this episode, you'll hear our interview with Philadelphia Wings head coach and general manager Paul Day from December 4th. They will touch on several topics, including the franchise returning, being named the team's head coach, why he chose his assistant coaches, the roster, and the goals moving forward. Next, you'll hear a sponsorship ad from the infatuation.com before our interview with Paul Day. In 2014, following the 2014 season, the old Philadelphia team decided to move to New England. Then after a few seasons, this new Philadelphia Wings decided to come back under Comcast Spectacor with the leadership of Sean Tilger. Could you talk about having the Wings franchise back in Philadelphia? Sure. You know, I think, first of all, uh, you know, I haven't played in the league in the early 90s and then coached in Rochester and some other markets. And, you know, the flagship organization for the for the National Cross League and, uh, has always been the, the Philadelphia Wings. And uh, the Flyers and Comcast uh, never owned the team. It was owned by a, a couple gentlemen that started the league. And... Uh, I think, uh, you know, it, it was a sad day when, when the, the organization went to New England, but uh, I think it's, uh, you know, it's turning out pretty good when it's coming back with Comcast, NBC, and the Philadelphia Flyers at the leadership. Uh, you know, our, uh, it's a great organization, obviously, you know, world, known worldwide, not just uh, in the National Hockey League, but uh, it's a great organization worldwide. So pretty excited to get it going again, and uh the funny thing is uh, it was a great organization, but the fans were the best in the league at one time, and they kind of educated the other lacrosse fans, you know, that when new teams came in. And, uh, you know, that's, that's you know, that's the really the strength behind the organization will be the, the great the great fans in Philadelphia. Could you talk about the fans and how they've been, been welcoming you back and what, what that has meant to you guys being back? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we, we had training camp and the two of our coaches, we, we've all played in the league and, and, uh, our coaches both talked about, one of our coaches played on the, uh, the last wing team before, uh, they moved and, uh, they talked about when they played on the visitor team, we all used to circle Philadelphia as a road trip because the fans were great. Even though you're coming in as a road team, it really energized the, the game and the building was fantastic and, you know, the wings, had some great success. They uh, they still are tied with the Toronto Rock for the most championships in league history. So, you know, obviously that's part of our plan to to continue that and make sure that we get ahead of uh, the Toronto Rock here in the next uh, few years. This season, besides the Wings, there's also a new expansion team with the, the San Diego Seagulls. Could you talk about having these two new teams in in the sport and, and broadening the sport? To, to new regions that wasn't there before because San Diego never had a team from my understanding? Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, uh, San Diego, actually, you know, obviously the Chargers have lost there and now they're, they just have the Gulls hockey team and the Padres baseball team. So it's a great market to get into. Joe uh, Sai is the owner. He also owns the Brooklyn Nets basketball team. And if people have ever heard of uh, Alibaba.com, it's one of the biggest. You think of... Uh, Amazon, but more of an Asian and international flavor. It's a huge corporation. He's the owner, 
and uh, okay. great leadership there, and it will be an unbelievable market for the National Lacrosse League. And then, you know, next year, um, uh, a team's in Halifax, and there'll be a new team in uh, Rochester, New York. So it's a it's a great time for the game of lacrosse, and the National Lacrosse League has done a really good job uh, expanding and and having some pretty spectacular owners uh, coming on board to to strengthen to strengthen our league and our game. As I previously mentioned, you were named the, the head coach of the, this new Wings franchise. What does it mean to you? As you said, it, it was important as a player to come in there because you know what the fans are like. But now as a head coach, what is it like for you to be the head coach of the team? Because not only you know what to expect from the fans, but you know you're going to have to put on a good product or they're going to get on your case, basically. Yeah, you know, it's it's great. My Actually, my friend played for the Philadelphia Flyers in the 80s and 90s, and uh, I spent a lot of time in Philadelphia. And I grew up in a, a city in Canada east of uh, Toronto, a place called Peterborough that I'm still involved with, the lacrosse there. And the, the, the Wings existed in the 70s in a different league. And uh, growing up in my neighborhood, all the a lot of the Wings players were from my hometown, so... Even in the 70s, as a, you know, 1976, as an eight-year-old, I'd ride around my neighborhood and understood what the Philadelphia Wings were in professional lacrosse, you know, 40-some years ago. So I know exactly what it means to be part of the Philadelphia Wings, and uh, I'm lucky enough to also be the general manager. So I spent all last year watching all the NLL teams and uh, trying to make sure that we get the best possible players um, into the market, the people players that like to work hard, they're physical, they respect the game, they're great teammates, and people that in Philadelphia, what the, I know what they expect from their teams. They expect people to work hard and uh, be an entertaining game every night. And uh, my, uh, you know, I've been involved in the league and for uh, probably 24 seasons. I've been involved with some great teams, I've been to the finals, the championship nine times, and been involved in winning five of those as a player or coach. So I know what it takes to be successful. And, um, I mean, I, I think that my idea is we're a blue-collar – it's a blue-collar sport, and it's a blue-collar town that wants to see physical players that, you know, come to work every day. Win or lose, you're going to come to work every day. And obviously, being an expansion team, you know, we're going to have ups and downs, but it's a it's – a, we've put together a pretty veteran – group with some great leadership, you know, got a Jordan Hall who actually played for the Wings before, but we won a championship together in Rochester and we won a couple of championships with Team Canada World Championships. So he's a great leader. He lives in Philadelphia and uh you know he's he'll be a guy we look to with a guy like Kyle Matisse. They both won a championship, Jordan and Kyle in Georgia two seasons ago. And they're the guy kind of the guys that we're gonna look to to, to lead this young group because we're gonna be, you know, very young as a an expansion team. Could you talk about why you selected Tracy Koleski and Ian Rubel as your assistant coaches? Well, the great thing was Tracy's a guy that I work with in the summer. He's uh, went into the NLL Hall of Fame as a player uh, three years ago. Uh, he's one of the greatest players to ever played. Not far removed. He played on the last. He retired uh, after four seasons ago when the Wings actually moved to New England. He was a coach there. And continued on with that organization, but I uh, worked with them. We won two national championships the last year, two years in Peter Rhodes called the Man Cup. It's a 
summer professional league uh, for all the guys in the National Lacrosse League that go home to Canada and play for their home team. Passion is about the game, and lacrosse is 24-7 for him. And, uh, you know, he's well-connected. He's a great teacher, and he's not so far removed from the game. The same thing, he won two championships as a player. And Ian Rubel won three championships in Toronto. Um, I just retired recently as a police officer, and I, I coached uh, Ian in his last year in Rochester before he retired. And uh, he also was a police officer with the Fame Service, so we worked together um, uh you know, in uniform with the night regional police, and he's a guy that is, you know, very well respected. He coaches junior A up here, which is kind of the feeder league, so he knows all the young guys. Very physical player and uh, likes a certain physical type of lacrosse that uh, that people in Philadelphia will really appreciate. During the expansion draft, you selected Jordan Hall, who is returning to the Wings, who was a member of the previous regime. And you also said you're going to lean on him for leadership. Could you talk about having him back and more so uh, more about that leadership and what it means to have a veteran like him on the team? You said leader, but he he brings more than just leadership uh, to the team as well. Yeah, obviously, you know, he's a very successful career. He's one of the best athletes who's ever played in this league. We were together in Orlando uh, in this league, and we were together with Team Canada and the Rochester Nighthawks, so... You know, he's won a lot of championships in his career. He's, uh, he lives in Philadelphia now. He's from uh, Western Canada, but uh, he's relocated to Philadelphia years ago and uh, works in the area, and uh, he runs a great locker room. I mean, uh, you know, he these guys go to work every day in real jobs, and when they come to the the rinks on the weekends and when we practice, it's a lot of – he runs a real fun locker room, and I think that's important. You know, you have leadership uh, if you're involved – in a team, obviously leadership, you know, myself with being a general manager and the Comcast and the coaches and the trainers and equipment guys, but most important leadership after that is in the locker room. That's, you know, internal leadership on this team will be key. You know, some guys, it's going to be their first and second year as professionals. He's going to be able to teach them how to eat, how, you know, what it means to be a professional in this league. And, and at the same time, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun because Jordan, the locker room is a lot of fun. You get, you know, kangaroo court, you get fined for not wearing the right socks. And it's all, it is, I've been around him on so many teams that it's so important to have a, 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 an anchor guy in your locker room. And him and Kyle Matisse are two of the guys that we're going to look to, you know, to really lead, to lead the wings and, uh, into the future. You know, and we're, we're lucky. We have a brand new culture. There's no culture exists here. We've brought in, players that we think will be uh, positive role models for our young guys and lead the way and really have a great base for this organization moving forward. One member who who is very recognized in the Philadelphia lacrosse community is Matt Brambo. He previously played high school lacrosse at the South in Winmore, Pennsylvania, before going to Maryland, where he guided the team to three NCAA appearances and a national championship in 2017, but this is his first season doing box lacrosse. Could you talk about the transition he'll have from the outdoor game to the indoor game? Yeah, it's funny. He was drafted last uh, season before 2017, the fall of 2017, to the New England Black Bulls, the old wings. And, uh, you know, at that draft, um, 
he plays very similar to an indoor style. Obviously, the two games are different, but uh, a lot of similarities. But he's a physical player, and uh, one thing I can tell you about offense uh, in the indoor game, it's a very physical game. It's basically basketball pick and roll with violence. And uh, we, as a coaching staff, we like a physical offense. We want to pound you, even though we have the ball. And it's it's a lot, you know it's it's legal. It's legal in the indoor game, and Matt is a physical player. And, uh, you know, short training camp so far, but, uh, you know, the future's bright for him. He, he plays a, a style that is conducive to the indoor game. So when he was drafted by New England, they left him unprotected in the expansion draft, and he was a guy that we really thought, you know, could grow with the game. Um, the great thing is we have six or seven really good offensive players with some great skill, but also some great indoor and pro experience they're going to be able to teach him the way he doesn't have to come in and be the best player on the team he's you know come in and really grow with the team and that i think that's a great for a, a young guy who hasn't had a lot of experience and that's that's our goal with him and uh i mean he wants to learn he works hard at our training facility every week in in uh, skate zone in new jersey with jordan hall and other guys learning the game and uh he's going to have a great career in indoor and uh and he's another guy. He's a great character guy. He likes to have a lot of fun around the team, and he, he likes to, you know, to to be with the guys. And that's important. It's it's really important to build uh, that sort of uh, foundation for, uh, uh, you know, a kind of a family fun environment when you're with a group of guys traveling across uh, North America. How long do you think it would take for Matt to adjust to to the indoor game? Because in the outdoor game, it's wide open. You you have the the where where you can go out of bounds, but in the indoor game, you you have it's blocked off and, and you can only go so far before you're hitting the, the boards. You know he's he's adjusting well already, and we're really happy with his progress. So um, he's, he's a great thing. He's going to get an opportunity to, to to grow slow with it, but he's going to get an opportunity to play right away. And uh, I mean he he's a He's got an eye for the net. He likes to score goals. He's a great shooter, um, and he's physical. He, you know, he takes a pounding. We had an exhibition game the other night. He had a great opportunity. So this weekend we have another exhibition game or a scrimmage against uh, the Rochester Nighthawks. You know, he'll get his feet wet again and get a great opportunity. And, you know, he's asking for videos, watching all the video that we give him. And, uh, I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a student of the game. It's his life 24-7. It's going to you know, take him some time, you know. We could have the same conversation three years from now, his third year in the league, and he's going to be, at that point, he'll be an impact guy. But I think people will be surprised how fast he's adjusted to the game, and uh, and no better place to do it than his hometown. Previously, the NLO had a a disagreement with the PLPA about players' contracts, but they were able to reach an agreement to start the season on December 15th after after previously canceling the first two two weeks. Yeah. When you guys start up on December 15th at 1 o'clock against the Buffalo Bandits, the Wings will be the first game of the new season. Could you talk about that and what it means to be the first game back for the Wings franchise after the cancellation of the previous games? Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, our schedule didn't change. We Every game that we had scheduled were, you know, home and away or all staying the same, which is great for a schedule. And obviously opening face-off, the opening face-off for the NL every year, that's a 
a pretty key game. It's like the NFL, you know, the opening NFL game or the, being the first game of the NHL season or the NBA season is big. So for us to be able to play that in Philadelphia, and you know what, that's the, it's also the, the home of our headquarters for the National Cross League is based in Philadelphia. So it's a key market, and we're going to make sure that uh, people are proud to come and watch the Wings every night. And uh, obviously being an expansion team, we're going to have some growing pains, but uh, you know, we have to play the, you know, We'll have to play the defending champs, the Saskatoon Rush. We'll have to play the previous champs, the Georgia Swarm, and before that, the Rochester Nighthawks. But, you know, we're going to compete every night, and we're going to be physical, and we're going to be a fun team to watch. But to have that opening game at 1 o'clock, uh, December 15th at the Wells Fargo, is it's going to be an exciting time, and we'll have a lot of our old alumni, you know, in attendance to, to kind of uh, for the old fans to see them, and then the new fans will get to see the new wings. This is a, a next a two-part question. What is your expectations of the team on December fifteenth? Because, like a lot, uh, like you previously said, a lot of the the team is new, and, and a lot of them don't have a lot of experience. And what is the the goals for the entire season? You know, our expectations really uh, come down to, you know, we have a bunch of players. We have we have some veterans that have won in this league before. So every night we're going to go in and. We're going to expect to win. That's the bottom line. That's the reality, and that's our kind of a mindset as an organization. Um, secondly, we're going to grow as a group. You know, we plan to be better every week. You know, we plan to be better this week at training camp than we were last week and, and grow together. Um, we expect to entertain and, and uh, have people really want to come back and watch us work every week, and we expect to be a physical, fast team that really excites people and, and really they're going to come and be proud to, to watch the Philadelphia Wings. Um, even, you know, I was on a, I coached a team we won three championships in a row in Rochester. We never talked about wins. We talked about, uh, you know, work ethic. We talked about uh, being a good teammate. We talked about coming to the rink and competing. We talked about coming to practice every night and competing and getting better. And that's our that's our goal every week. Whether we win or lose, that's that's something you can't control. But we're going to come to work every week and and do our best and and really entertain people. I think that's that's really what we want to do. We want to be better, you know, at our 18th game than we were in our first game. And I think that's as a young, brand new franchise and an expansion team. Uh, I think we've done a really good job to bring good leaders and good young players here to to, to compete every night. And I don't like the word being competitive because I think when you say we're going to be competitive. That means you're going to work hard and you're happy to lose. No, we're going to compete. And that some nights we'll win, some nights we'll lose, but that's that's sports. You, you talked about competing every week, and, and some of that you're going to win, some, some of that you're going to lose, as you just previously mentioned. But do you have a, a, um, a goal in mind, like three to five years from now, We'll complete, uh, compete for the NLL championship and be in the playoffs. Do you have goals like that that you, you can potentially tell the fans, okay, this is what I'm shooting for as the head coach, and this is what we, we hope to accomplish? I think, yeah, as I previously said, we've got guys that you know, have won championships in this league and expect to win every night. and We're really going to go into this every night with a mindset that we're going to win every night. Obviously, that. That may not happen. That doesn't happen for the Saskatoon Rush in this league that have won the three of the last four championships. But I mean, that's that's our goal every night, and 
you know, we, you know, we'll have internal goals within our organization. You know, we'd love to get in the playoffs and, and see where that takes you. I mean, it's a one game. The playoffs in our league, the first two rounds are just one game win and stand, losing you're out. And then the finals are two out of three. So, you know, we have some goals that we want to, we want to reach. Um, I think every night, you know, our goal is to win, but, um, you know, I think our, obviously a three-year plan was that yeah, we'd love to compete for the National Cross League Championship, but um, we'd like to compete every night to win every night. And you know what? Well, that may that may happen that may happen earlier. And I think we're we're putting in a place a plan here to be successful. Um, and you know, we expect to be pretty successful in our first season. Where that takes us, we don't know right now. But um, you know, we've got to work definitely cut ahead work ahead of us to get to, you know, even we got lots of work to do this week and next week to get to game one. And, and you know what, we plan to be successful. Thanks for your time today, Paul Day. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thanks again, and uh, good luck this season. Thanks. We hope to see you around. Thank you for listening to our interview with Philadelphia Wings General Manager and Head Coach Paul Day.